Thank you. Thank you. You're too kind. Thank you so much. Oh, the pleasure's mine. It really is. Thank you so much. Well, welcome, welcome, all you gore fiends and horror hounds alike. Brandon from the Black Lagoon here, welcoming you to the third annual Thorabi Awards. It's sure to be the most horrific, most grotesque, and most importantly, most nightmare-inducing ceremony you'll see in your life. Now sit back. Relax and please keep your hands and legs inside the vehicle at all times as we go through the best blood and guts this year had to offer us. Now introducing your hosts, the tenacious, the terrifying, the tantalizing, kings of all throbbers, Brett from Dimension Z and Greg of the Dead. Take it away, fellas. Hello, all you gore fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Happy Throbbies! Holy fucking shit, cum buckets. It's year three Throbbies, guys. We've done this for three whole years. Yeah, so if you're confused and you're looking at this, this is not our year-end wrap-up, like where we talk about the new releases, if you're new here. That is at the end of the year, like normal people do. This is the year, our calendar year, from when we started. So, from a full year of Throbbing with Horror has come out. So, this will go over everything from episode 115, The Thing, to episode whatever we're on now, I think it was 211, Bay of Blood. So. I'm going to throw this out now because I forgot last time. If there are any movies, take a scroll real quick in there that you're like, crap, I can't know anything about that movie. Maybe watch that movie and come back to this because there's no way to do this part without spoilers. Yeah, exactly. So go back and watch all of all 96 movies we've done this year. That's only reviews. That does not count bonus. Yeah, dude, we did 96 movies this year. Well, we did 30, we did over 31, well, we did 31 movies in October last year, so, like. Yeah. Alright, so, the way the Throbbies work, too, is I've taken a look back on the last year's episodes, and we have fun little categories where we give credit where credit is due. Now, we have a very exclusive academy who makes these decisions. The Nomination Academy, which consists of myself, Greg of the Dead. And the winner selection category, which consists of Brett from Dimension Z. So if you don't like any of these decisions, please blame the Academy, not us. Yes, this is all just my decisions. Greg has yelled at me in years past about, like, how the fuck did you not pick this one? I was like, too bad. It's this one. Now, if there's something I really didn't want to get in, I can simply not nominate it. This is how it's kind of fair. And Greg's yelled at me before because I too early have been like, oh, best couple or whatever. He's like, I will take them off the list and I have to be like, oh, <laughs> I better be good or Greg's going to punish me. So you ready to kick off this year's festivities? Let's start this fucker. All right. So like all past Throbbies, we will our first category, the Throbby for the best song. Previous winners include Let's, Let's Buzz from Slumber Party Massacre 2 and the Killer Clowns theme song. Best song! Oh, Let's Buzz is still like, I, that's still on my playlist. So is the Killer Clown song. Let's see if any of these made it on. We have Titanium from Megan. Okay. The Time Warp 
from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. We have Clown Cafe from Terrifier 2. Ooh, that that's a headworm. That that's like one that gets in there and just oh now it's in there. <laughs> we have Guan D was his name from My Name is Bruce. <laughs> Guan D was his name. The Ghostbusters theme song from Ghostbusters. Silver Shamrock Jingle from Halloween 3. Oh, fuck. And The Hungry Heifer from Critters 2. Lots of competition in songs this year, I'm not gonna lie. At the Hungry Heifer. Now, Brett, this, like, gets immortalized. Look, we talked about the previous year's winners. There's a lot of pressure on you here. Yeah, um, Megan was so good. But I don't even remember what that song was. I am titanium. That she sings oh. to Katie to cheer her up with the meeting thing. Isn't it just some pop song? Yes, but done by a robot killer girl. Yes. That's out. out. Okay. Uh, Ghost Ghostbusters, the song. Extremely good. I actually like the remix of just Bustin'. Way better. Where it's busting, busting, busting. Um, but it's okay to overplay it out of there. It's like, oh, Back in Black is the greatest rock song. Like, it's way overplayed. I thought you that would have been like in competition for winner. Now I'm excited here. I I like Ghostbusters. It's not like my thing. Okay. Um, Hungry Heifer, it's an earworm, but it's basically like a restaurant jingle, so, yes. no. Um, what's left, then? Then we have Time Warp, Clown Cafe, Gwandi was his name, and Silver Shamrock. Okay, so next Gwandi's out. Okay, Gwandi's gone. It's like, you remember it, like, I, I've remembered the song right away, but the other competition, no. Okay. Fuck. I feel so bad about just giving it to Time Warp because it's the song. It's one of the greatest songs. It's so good. It's on my playlist. I, it's, I listen to it all the time. Um, I'm going to go with Time Warp. Let's do the Time Warp again. Fair, to be fair, that's what I would have gone with, too. It, it, all these are good, but it's head and shoulders above the rest. But it, it's like. I love the Halloween 3, like, Silver Shamrock song so much, but it's that little part that's really good. If you listen to the whole, like, song, it turns into, like, a circus song. Yes, it does. Yeah. Alright, so the Throbby for the best song goes to Time Warp from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Of course. Uh, ten of a movie. Debatable. It's it's still high for everyone, but the ten's <laughs> thrown around. It's, some would say that it still had a good rating, even if it wasn't given a 10. Um, yeah, maybe if you're not first, you're last. All right. Our next Throbby will go to the best couple. Aww. Best couple. Oh, I love this category so much because I love my horror movie couples. Previous winners include Red and Mandy and Pearl and oh. Howard from X. My, 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 Red and Mandy. Their love, Greg. It transforms through dimensions and from planet to planet. Yes. Let's see if any of these can hold a candle. We have Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, brother, sister. <laughs> yes. 
We have Charlie and Amy from Fright Night. I uh, nominated the original, not the remake. Okay. Dale and Allison from Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Okay. Curtis and Connie from Maximum Overdrive. Okay. The Happy Married Couple. Oh, okay. Thank you, because I didn't remember who you're talking about. Julie and Kurt from Return of the Living Dead 3. Okay. Dina and Sam from Fear Street. Mm -hmm. Jeff and Sandra from Friday the 13th Part 2. And Herman and Lily from The Monsters. From this Monsters? The Rob Zombie Monsters movie? Okay. Not the original one. Yeah. If we did that, maybe that could have been nominated. (laughs) They're out, of course. Because he tried. It was something, kind of. It could have been way better. The end of the movie, when they get to the house, pretty okay. Yeah. A, a few of these, I was just like, oh, yeah, I remember them. Um, Like the Return of the Living Dead couple, like she like sticks around with him for like until he turns and tries to eat her. But I feel that takes points away from them. You're, because you're getting this all backwards. Her. Return of the Living Dead 3. It's where like she was turned oh, into a zombie. That's what I'm talking about. Not Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, that is, they are, I, well, it's all, that movie is all about their love. What, what did I say? They, that's the greatest love story ever told. But Greg, I've gone on and on about the Jeff and Sandra from Friday the 13th Part 2. They yes. actually seem like they're a happy couple in the in a horror movie franchise, which is mostly scream at each other and then have sex and then fight more and then you die. Like they go on a little nice adventure together. They go on a hike. Um, they fuck, and then it's not just immediately like, "Oh, don't touch me after, babe." They're sitting there cuddling. He has like the biggest smile on his face, you know. So they get it, of course. They're my favorite couple from the entire Friday the Thirteenth franchise. I won't lie. I thought two of them had a shoe in way ahead of them. I thought I was going to Tromeo and Juliet, brother or sister aside, or um, Return of the Living Dead 3. The Return of the Living Dead 3 was prob- would have been my pick if you didn't pick my favorite couple in the Friday the 13th franchise. This is fair. Alright, next is our best final girl. Best final girl. A lot oh, of competition okay. this year. I bet, yeah. Oh, by the way, I did expand the amount of nominees I allowed because the sheer amount of movies we covered this year. Oh, yeah. Almost 100. We have Allison from Chopping Mall. Kristen from Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Ginny from Friday the 13th Part 2. Beth oh. from Evil Dead Rise. These two I combined into one, Sam and Tara from Scream 6. Sienna from Terrifier 2. Tess from Barbarian. Or Ripley from Alien. But, okay, so Chopping Mall is fun. But yes. it's not... It Out of all of these, it's the lesser of the movies, so... That's it. <gasps> You're throwing Kelly Maroney out of here! I'm sorry. That's like Evil Dead Rise. I, it was a good movie, but... It wasn't like I like the remake more, I think, after like I've sat on it for a little bit. So I'm going to say Evil Dead Rise is probably out. 
Okay, that makes sense. Bar that's like Barbarian. I had a really good time with it. It was fun. I've not rewatched it again. No. Like, I kind of get what the thing is, you know. It was a fun movie. I definitely recommend at least watching it once. But I'm going to take Barbarian out of there. It's also Ripley with Alien. The Alien series is okay. But I see it as, oh, as more sci-fi. It's more sci-fi than horror, I would say. That's it's just an odd one. That's one of the ones who's always considered one of the classic Final Girls. Not not hating. I'm just shocked to see you throw that one out so quick. Well, having the Scream 6 girls and Jenny is so fucking hard. Because both of, both of those categories from those movies is so good. Jenny is like really good. Once again, like Friday the 13th part two, that actually put some time into these characters and they feel like people, not just like I'm reading the script and the words that it says, but also think about coming into the scream franchise, which is so huge as these new people. And it actually worked. And living up to arguably the best final girl of all time. To the point of scream six, no Nev Campbell. But we got our new people. Okay. But Jenny gets it. Jenny is the greatest final girl. She's a, she, I would say she beats Jamie Lee Curtis. Man, Friday the 13th part two, cleaning house on the Throbby so far, giving Dude. the best final girl Throbby to Jenny. Friday the 13th part two is like legit. Probably my second favorite of the series. I love it so much. It's one of my most rewatched all the time because it is just so good because like Jenny knows psychology. She fucks with Jason's head. So Jenny joins previous winners Tree from Happy Death Day and Sydney from Scream. I forgot how good. Yeah, Happy Death Day was good. All right. One of your favorites. Grossest, well, this used to just be grossest body horror. I expanded it to best body horror or grossest moment. Grossest moment. Okay. So previous winners include the shunting and the fly transformation from the fly. Oh, both of those are just anytime you see a screen grab or like a gif or something of it. It's just so bad. It's still like the fly is still like it fucked with me in elementary school. It still does today. We have the spider head from the thing. You gotta be fucking kidding me. The bottle feeding from Barbarian. Baby mama. Feed her from Human Centipede. <laughs> Magically crumpled by dance. Suspiria 2018. Oh. The Glass Swallow, Evil Dead Rise. The Cenobite okay. Transformation from Hellraiser 2022. The Leg Shave from Cabin Fever. And the Vegetable Transformation from Troll 2. Oh my god! They're eating him! And then they're gonna eat me! Oh my god! Thank you for watching my ears this time. I appreciate it. Yeah, I tried to move back a little bit. Thank you. I saw that. I'm like, okay, he's moving back. <laughs> um, fuck. Okay, so the cabin fever leg shave thing is just so out there. And like, why are you shaving your legs? Why is that your big worry about? 
when there's this evil like flesh-eating disease going around and the guy just wants to have some 40s so that's out um also the barbarian mother bottle feed thing it's fucked up and it's but it's more funny than like gross out you know i don't know i thought it was pretty fucking gross but it's very gross yes but it's more funny of just like (laughs) he's fucking drinking her milk (laughs) there was air Um, on the bottle yeah see the thing like i like this suspiria 2018 remake and that crumple scene is really horrible and it's done real well doesn't she even like piss herself yeah i think so that was a disturbing (laughs) scene yeah um but that's out i'm gonna say i'm gonna give it fuck gross out it has to go to evil dead rise when she swallows the glass and you see it come through the throat above feed her yeah because that's also just more funny that's just like uh, that's not the way i would describe that moment but okay (laughs) It's like, oh, he's shitting in her mouth. All right. Evil Dead Rise walking out of here with a throbby for grossest moment. Yeah, because it, like the glass comes through her throat and you see it like cut down. Even in the theater, I nudge Greg like, holy fucking shit. Man, I can't get a read on you today. All the ones I thought were, these are the Brett ones. <laughs> You're throwing me for a loop today. But the throbby for grossest moment goes to Evil Dead Rise's last swallowing scene well deserved for sure that's like the thing head thing it's just more cool than gross out there's yeah. other scenes that if you would have picked may have won I, I i only did one thing per movie by the way that's why like you didn't get science fiction double feature also nominated for songs and stuff like that every movie could be nominated for one thing per category right all right so our next category the throbby for the best monster brett Previous winners include The Toxic Avenger and Dracula. Best monster. Dracula is the greatest monster of all time. We have The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. The Wolf Pack from Dog Soldiers. Pumpkinhead. Frankenstein's Monster. Fluffy from Creepshow. Gillman, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Piglet from Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> the Monster God from The Ritual. And the Xenomorph from Alien. Holy shit. You have two universal monsters on this list. Yes, I do. Um, I am so sorry, Piglet. I know that our Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey people love us. And we love them. It's And I cannot wait for the next movie. I love what you guys are doing. I'm sorry. On this list, you're out. Okay. Um, Pumpkinhead also like looks cool. It's kind of a weird story. It's like also it's in the 1800s and the 90s. <laughs> um, so he's out. I've also I, I've only ever seen the one movie. I've not seen the second one. Dude, Bill Clinton's brother is in the second one. Really. Yeah, we gotta cover that one day. That's awesome. Um, also, Stay Puff. Too big. Too much of a hit. It's <laughs> everywhere. Categories for this. Too big. Go. <laughs> yeah, just, it's like, no. Oh, is your favorite song Highway to Hell? Like, you know, like, okay, come on. Have some creativity. Oh. Uh, 
bad listener. <laughs> like more obscure things. I got his, the wolf pack from Dog Soldiers was an interesting one to put on here. And that was, it's a good monster. I, it's a good monster pack. Um, I, and I was very wary of a 2000, early 2000s horror movie. I'm like, oh no. And Greg's like, don't worry. It's foreign. I'm like, oh, okay. It might be good then. And I liked it a lot. I'm sorry, Randy. Your thing is the werewolves. If it was a pack of Draculas, maybe I would pick it. I mean, honestly, this is, I'm just beating around the bush to go down to Gilman and Frankenstein's monster. I'm sorry, Xenomorph. I'm sorry, Fluffy. I know Fluffy's huge. I know Xenomorph is huge. I like them. Not my favorite thing. And it has to go to Frankenstein. I can't argue with that in the slightest, to be honest. He's the monster of monsters. Also, this is Boris Karloff Frankenstein. The best of the Frankensteins. Close to curse. But... Don't even say this. Closest to curse. I, I was waiting. You know, I was waiting for your reaction. <laughs> did you notice someone didn't get nominated? He should have. No, uh, Frank. The Doctor Frankenstein should have been nominated. And I'm going to give it to Doctor Frankenstein from Curse of Frankenstein. He's not nominated. Brett from Dimension Z says, "But no, I'm going to give it to Frankenstein's monster. It has to. It's like between that and the Gill Man, the one of the Universal monsters has to have it. They kept." the whole movie studio alive for decades um but he is right up there like number there's like dracula's the best frankenstein's monsters right under fair all right the throbby for the best monster goes to frankenstein's monster from frankenstein big round of applause for that 1930s work there oh of course black and white the best our next category brett those two, the best child character. Best child character. Yeah, I don't remember who was on this one before, but they will join these very memorable characters. We have insert name here. <laughs> we have Andy from Child's Play Two, Toby from The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Okay. Cole from The Babysitter. Katie from Megan. Jonathan from Terrifier 2, Danny from Hocus Pocus, and Glenn from The Gate. I love to see Last Voyage of Demeter on here. Brand new movie we just covered not too long ago. Um, people, see this movie. It didn't do well, like great in the box office, and it should have. Like I can't wait to see it again. Um, but I would say too new of a movie for me personally to put them as best on this list who they were up against that's fair there's some heavy hitters in here cole has to go he's almost too old i know he's like a he's like kind of a teenager or middle school but he's like too old i think to be like in that child category like i think of like the like basically baby from pet cemetery kind of thing that's fair also, fucking bullshit of a kid. I think he did win the first year. Now that I'm thinking about it. I think Gage won the Throbby. He should have. Megan was so good. That's not me saying it's out. That's just me thinking right now. It's like Glenn from the gate. It's almost like a he's like a little old man child. 
Like he's also he's forty and nine at the same time. I couldn't stand him. He's annoying. <laughs> I like the gate, but he's out. Oh, which one's Glenn? Is he the? Uh, he's the metal one. The metal one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking of the other one. Um. No, he's out though. He's funny, but yeah, he's not like the best. I got to give it to Andy from Child's Play. That that kid actor, that guy, I still like him when he shows up in the like show and whatnot. He showed up in one of the movies recently as like an adult. Um, he's one of the best kid actors there is. I love Child's Play. Child's Play Two is also amazing. Like, and it's also remembered talking about the movie, and we're like, look at him like he understands basically of like, well, if I keep this up, they're gonna like ship me off back to the orphan home or whatever. So I better like kind of put on a mask of like, oh no, I'm okay with Chucky. Like he's smart enough to do that, not like just run around screaming or be annoyed. Agreed. I can't argue with Andy Barkley at all. Well deserved. Joint gets the throbby for the best child character. Moving on to a very fun one. Best fight. Best fight. Okay. Previous winners include Freddy versus Jason. And Lefty versus Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw 2. Both so amazing. Alright, we have Otis versus Aquarius, the machete fight from Three from Hell. Okay. We have Roger versus Big Ben from House. We have Sam and Tara versus the Ghost Faces from Scream 6. Oh, shit. We have Renfield and Rebecca versus the Lobo <laughs> family's goons from Renfield. Okay. Okay. We have the Mall Showdown from Fear Street Part 3, 1666. We have Nada versus Frank from They Live, the alley fight. Put on the glasses! <laughs> Regardless of my thoughts of the overall movie, we get Michael versus Lori from Halloween Ends. Okay. And we have. Taryn versus Freddy, the girl whose superpower is she has a mohawk and knives from Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. That one's definitely not getting it. 3 from Hell is an okay movie. It, the only reason I like it is because I like the Firefly family. But it's the lesser of the movies for sure. So that one's out. I also don't like when, like, the Mexico part. I think it should have been a lot more of them, like in prison and escaping type stuff and they don't have like enough they're like oh fuck we already like kind of rushed through that part we got to like fill out some of this movie throw in a mexican gang that they machete fight with sure dude and they do that stupid yellow filter over mexico that i hate so bad that movies do well you know when you go over the border they give you tinted glasses oh yes that's definitely what happens um Halloween ends fight has to be out of there because it feels tacked on at the end of a movie that they didn't even want to like have this be the big finale. This seems like they wanted to do the Corey Cunningham stuff, but they're like, I guess we have to do the final battle between Laurie and Michael. So let's shove it in there. Also, they put him in a meat grinder. Which I'm like, <laughs> that's too final. He can't come back from that. Yes. I liked, I liked Renfield. Parts of it seemed a little too action-y for me to like put them as like as a best fight because it just seemed like an action show. Fair. 
It really comes down to they live and scream six. I won't campaign for the one that I want to win this, but I have a very clear, this is clearly the best fight, but go on. Well, they live, the fight is so iconic that they have parodied it on other things. They did a shot for shot, like redo of it on South Park. Yes. With the same dialogue and everything, but on the glasses. And then they take a rest for a minute, and then another one of them will come limping up to the other one. They just start fighting again. (laughs) Dude, how good is they live? Scream six when she's hanging, and it's like, just let me go. I got this. And she hands her the knife and she drops. You know, it's just such an awesome scene. But I feel that that is more acting based than just pure fight scene based. So they live gets it. Yes, this I think is the best fight we've actually ever covered on the podcast. Dude, just Frank and Nada going at it for like 15 minutes in this alleyway. Dude, I could just watch this forever. It's just John Carpenter's just like. I got a professional wrestler. Yeah, let's just let him go. He knows what to do. He knows how to like do this and make it look real, but like not really get too hurt kind of thing. So like, yeah, just let him fight and fight and you think it's over. Nope, it's still going on. So the throbby for best fight goes to They Live. Fuck yeah. Our next category, Brett, is the worst character. Worst character oh okay fun listeners if you don't understand i don't mean like the worst actor like the dumbest written character or anything like this i just mean this is a piece of shit person just the worst so previous winners of this include otis from henry portrait of a serial killer yeah and it's I uh, he's... last year's i think it went to the sheriff from killer clowns last year i don't remember oh i think it might have because he's just so incompetent and drunk um Otis is so bad that another serial killer hates him so much. Like yeah. he annoys a fellow serial killer of like, I'd rather work alone than have a friend that like, I can't share this like niche interest in with anyone else. Yeah. I'll just kill you. So that's the level of depravity we're dealing with here. People. So we have Sheriff Hoyt from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2003. Oh, she, she's a little wet down there. What you boys been doing with her? Greg did it last time. I'm going to do it this time. Ezra Cobb from Deranged. Luke, the little incel 4chan boy from Better Watch Out. Dr. Heater from The Human Centipede. <laughs> Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Oh, <laughs> That's Oh, yeah, very. Frank from Barbarian, Richard Brake's character. Vilmer from Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Now, hear me out on this one. I have Todd from The Burning. Todd was portrayed as our hero, if you remember. But if you've seen The Burning, he set a man on fire and then got mad when he came back and had to kill him again. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. And then... Christian from Midsommar, the boyfriend. All right, so we got a lot of bad, bad people on this list. Yes, to, to varying degrees and different charges on all of them. There's there's oh. a lot here. 
cannibalism, murder, worse. So I feel like Ezra Cobb from Deranged, he just loved his mom. He That's all he was doing. He missed her. He didn't really have any friends. He's making friends. Yeah. Kind Sheriff, of. Hoyt is, Sheriff Hoyt is horrible. He's a cannibal. Um, we find out in the uh, prequel, spoiler alert, that we haven't even covered yet. He'd like cut the, le- he had like the legs cut off of like a family member for like really no reason. He's just like, do it, Leatherface. But yeah, like he's all filling up a dead body in this one and stuff. He's all creepy. Um, he's wasting liquor. He's just breaking liquor bottles and wasting liquor all over the place. You live in middle of nowhere, Texas. Dr. Heater sewed, sewed people's asses and mouths together and made them shit in them, which is horrible. And dogs. And dogs. Poor dogs. I feel like that adds an extra layer to him. The Midsummer boyfriend is horrible, <laughs> but you feel you almost kind of feel a little bit bad for him because he was about to break up with her. And then her entire family died, and there's no way to get out of that unless you just immediately break up with her on the spot. We're like, guess what? I'm gone too. Okay. It has to go to the Predator in this list. So, Freddy Krueger from 2010? Yes, because or he. Frank was the same thing. He was kidnapping people and then doing stuff like that too. But. I I don't like Freddy as much as I like Frank. I thought he I thought okay. Frank was a better character. This is also like you were talking about remake Freddy. This is fucking Watchmen fucking what's his name Freddy. Not Robert England. Yeah. So it has to go to Diddle Diddle Freddy from the remake of they just outright say it basically yes. of like the original series they kind of hint around it here and there he's licking pictures of children you don't do that unless you have thoughts so it has to go to remake freddy it has I, to there's no one out there's no I one worse on this, this list slightest. so the throbby for the worst character goes to freddy krueger from 2000 fuck yourself freddy yeah look at this you can't see it because you're not on camera but i'm flipping you off now, another fun throbby that I enjoy that is also one of the hardest for me to figure out. The most ridiculous line. <laughs> most ridiculous line. <laughs> okay. Year one went to Ass Fuck is My Specialty from Veronica. Veronica was a good movie. That's debatable. Most ridiculous line. Pancakes. Cabin Fever. Pancakes. No, 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 no pancakes. Pancakes! No. This ain't my house. I got a nice house with plastic on the furniture from Night of the Demons. I got plastic on the furniture. The doors open and close. You can open the windows. Oh! You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. From Troll 2. Daddy, what are you doing? I'm tightening my belt while one notch so I don't feel hunger pains. Do you know how hard it was for me to select a troll too? It could have had its own category. I went to go with the always oh my god, but I'm like, to be honest, the line isn't that ridiculous. It's just his delivery. Right. The hospitality the delivery line, I'm like, 
I gotta give it to Hospitality. This stumped me for a while, just which line from Troll 2 was getting nominated. You can't piss on Hospitality. I won't allow it! And lastly, how this movie ended up getting into the Throbbies at all is beyond me. It could only be for this kind of category. I will fuck you in hell from Death House. Okay. And that's our nominees for Most Ridiculous Line. Um, well, fuck Death House so much. I don't even know, like, the movie's so fucking bad. I can't believe I got tricked by, oh, The Expendables of Horror? Kane Hodder's in it? I'll buy this for whatever I fucking threw down on that at Walmart. Dude, the worst is you knew, and you let me select it. Yes, because I owned it, and I was like, no, we have to, I want to cover it. Because at least that'll make me, like, in my mind, I can go like, oh, it was worth buying it, I guess. Okay, fuck. These, all three of these that are left. Because Pancakes is just like... I have a clear winner here for you. Because all of these are ones that you have quoted to me many times. So many times. I I gotta take Pancakes out because it is really funny. But out of the three of them, Cabin Fever is the lesser movie. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna take that away. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. I got plastic on the furniture. I'm just trying to remember these lines. They're both so good. If what is it most ridiculous? Yes. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. It has to be. It wins. Troll 2 wins. Okay. Takes the throbby. It, it's just a ridiculous movie all around. These actor dogs. They cannot act right. They whine and they whine. Well done. I'm so glad Troll 2 has finally won an award that it deserves, Brett. Troll 2 walks away with a throbby for the most ridiculous line. It has. To, I love Troll 2 so, so much. I rewatch it here and there. Make sure to watch the documentary Best Worst Movie because it really adds to Troll 2. Which brings us to the last category of the night, where others end with best picture, we always end with the best kill. And now, for our final award of the evening, Best Kill! Oh, oh, holy shit, this year, we did 96 movies, Greg. Yes. How many kills? Most movies, we only have ever covered like a couple movies that had no kills. Yeah, it's pretty rare. So that's a lot to choose from. I, oh my, I cannot wait to see what Greg has picked for me. Okay, so we have the decapitation and while the head falls into a toilet while being pissed on. From Puppet Master, The Littlest Rake. <laughs> so good. It's just kind of a throwaway movie, but it's such a good scene. <laughs> that kills, dude, I had trouble picking a kill from that movie because it was just a kill fest of wild shit. I'm surprised you didn't pick the pregnant lady. That came close. It was between the two of them. Yeah. We have the legendary bedroom kill from Terrifier 2. We have the glass ceiling kill from the original Suspiria. Oh, nice. Very nice. We we have choke on him from Day of the Dead. Holy shit. I, a line that I quote all the time randomly when it doesn't even fit. 
we have the ambulance kill where the lady on the gurney flew out of the ambulance and skidded to <laughs> nothing from cocaine bear. Uh, it was so fucking good. We have the two-for-one bed kill. They won our best couple earlier from Friday the 13th, part two. Oh, very nice. So will they double feature? Uh, we'll see. We have the raft massacre from the burning. Okay. We have It's All Head, the keg tap kill from Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. <laughs> where do you, where beer go? You drink all beer as he chugs the beer. And the flagpole drop from Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. Hmm. Oh, nice. So we have some good kills to pick from. We got a lot this year. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot on it. And very, also, bravo, Greg, on a very great list. Thank you. Also, Lots of variety real, in here. Also, real quick at the very end, everyone, thank you, Greg, for putting all of this together. He put a oh, whole welcome. list, everything. He edited everything together. Bravo, Greg. Oh, thank you. Um, Let's see, where do I want to start? Cocaine Bear Kill was really, really good. I liked it a lot. It was really funny. But out of this list, I have to say it's gone. Dude, I do remember seeing this in the theater, though. Holy shit, I think both of our jaws dropped. <laughs> that oh, thing flew out of the ambulance <laughs> and just skidded face down. I'm like, oh my god. It's one of those ones you're in the theater and you're trying not to make noise, so you just start squirming around and, like, punching your buddy. <laughs> um, Jeff and Cassandra deserved so much more than just a simple spear death. At least they got to finish first. But I'm going to take that out because I feel bad for him. Do you want to know what that means, Brett? History's been what? made right here. This oh. will be the first year that a Friday the 13th does not win Best Kill. Year really? one, it was the Frozen Smashed Face. And last year, mm -hmm. it was the Burning Sleeping Bag Kill. Both of those are standouts of the movie. This is kind of a... Oh, they got killed, like, in middle of the movie type of kill. Not, like, the grand kill that, like, both of those were. And let's be honest, it definitely ripped off Bay of Blood. It for sure did, after watching that movie. My little squonk. <laughs> um, it, the flagpole drop is fun, but not the best on this list i would say i uh, love the whole more of it it could have won but like it was pretty much done off screen and left more to imagination but like man what a cool creative concept like with your hands behind your back so you're coming face down i feel like if they could have got a budget to show more of it that could have been yeah. a winner because it is like i'm at it is like terrifying to think if you were put in that situation and it's a little more real world than like some of these would be you know so you can almost yeah. put yourself there and it's scarier um, looking through the list, the puppet master kill was fun, but it's just more funny than anything. Dude, that kill was wild. Um, the head falls into the toilet while he's pissing. <laughs> and he pisses on his own head. Yes. Because the body stays upright. Yeah, for reasons. Basically, all this is me beating around the bush to saying, is it between the Terrifier 2 kill or the Choke on him kill? Both excellent choices. Because Day of the Dead is so, so 
classic. It is. And that kill is like the kill, like possibly the top kill of the movie. Probably not only do we get great effects where like the legs are being like torn away from the torso, amazing effects by Tom Savini. We get an amazing performance of just like choke on up as he, his like eyes roll back and he dies. Um, Yeah, it's great. And so is the Terrifier 2 scene where she gets brutally, like, completely dissected in the bedroom of, like, her arm gets, like, broken off. Like, you're breaking a pencil, like, back and forth. It's not cut off. It's just, like, broken away and pulled away. She's, like, her face is peeled off. At one point, he leaves. Comes back with, what, bleach or salt or something? Was it bleach? Bleach and salt. Yeah. It starts just dumping it all. The worst thing that it, it what what's like the cliche? It's the only thing he forgot was like lemons. Yes, dude. I will say this. I think I said it on our episode on Terrifier Two. I was watching this by myself, and I out loud, which doesn't happen. Went, oh holy shit! A moment was seeing this. Like I've watched this scene so many times now. Like I had to remind myself. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh holy shit. I haven't actually seen anything like this. (laughs) It is so fucking brutal where I remember the same reaction. I'm watching it by myself. I'm sitting in my chair that I always do. And I am right now watching it on TV. And then the scene's over. And I found myself literally on the edge of my seat. I had creeped up my chair to get closer to the television. Cause I was like, what's this now? Yeah. Oh, but wait, there's more. So, not the Day of the Dead and Terror and Tom Savini's um effects aren't amazing. If Terrifier 2 didn't exist, it would be the winner. It is so good. It's like right there. It's like 0.5. But Terrifier 2 gets it. That scene, I've talked about it so much. I that is the, the 100% without a doubt the kill of the year also give it up to terrifier two for doing what they did on the budget they had holy yeah. fucking shit i cannot see wait to see what they do next dude and like it's the term instant classic is thrown around a lot to the point it's almost lost its meaning that scene though is like the second you saw it, i'm like that is a scene I will never forget and will be brought up in so many conversations from here until I die about movies. Like, when I saw that, I'm like, this is like a game-changer scene when I saw it. So, the Throbby for best kill goes to Terrifier 2, the bedroom scene, Alley Kill. Terrifier 2, honestly, it was so great this year. It was kind of a sleeper of like, oh yeah, I remember Terrifier, I liked it. Now, I'm not a huge fan of clown horror, but sure. No, it like transcended that of like you just said. Not only did the scene become like a, kind of an instant classic, this series all of a sudden has become like the brand new like savior of like the slasher horror. Well, dude, when we were at the one horror con and uh, David Howard Thornton, Arthur Clown was there, his line dwarfed everybody. And there were like... I icons of horror at this thing like we met yeah. Linnea Quigley there um what's his name the director of Friday at 13 6 um Tom McLaughlin Tom McLaughlin was there like there were so many people there oh. Tom Matthews like and, yeah Tommy Jarvis uh, was there yeah. CJ Graham and 
the lines paled in comparison to this new movie, like, Art the Clown being there. Their line went all the way down the hallway, did a corner, and went all the way into, like, where, like, the line went past the entrance, where you had to walk through the line to even get into the building. Yeah. And it went past, like the check-in booth it was so fucking long because me and greg like toyed with it for a minute then we saw the line we're like fuck no yeah so yeah well-deserved best kill which is always the most fun category to give out and that wraps us up brett that's the year three throbby awards i want to say a very congratulations to you to making it this long doing this with me i appreciate it um cheesy quick thank you to everyone who listens Intern Corey for always being there with us. Brandon from the Black Lagoon. Anyone who's been on the show. But most importantly, thank you everyone listening. This is crazy. We made it this long. We're going to keep going. I cannot believe that we're ending year three right now. I remember when Greg came to me with the idea of like, hey, what do you think about like doing a horror podcast? Like you have a lot of horror movie knowledge. And that was just him giving me an idea because originally he wasn't even going to be on all the time. But in my mind, from the very beginning, I was like, I'm going to get Greg full time. I have to get <laughs> Greg of the Dead. He has to be the my co-host. It has to be me and him. Um, I can't believe it's been three years. This has been so much fun to do. Um, but we would put all this effort into it if it wasn't so much fun. So, yeah, like Greg said, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Year four is starting now. We're seniors. Yeah, we're about to graduate. Boy. We're going to graduate high school, guys. We we're ruling this school, Brett. I'm walking around with my varsity jacket. It's got a nice big 24 on there, or 25, or whatever it is. I don't know. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm graduating this year. They're like, aren't you in your 30s? Fuck off, man. It's high. <laughs> it's podcast graduation. But unless you have anything else, man. No, that's all I got to wrap up year three, man. Fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Academy Academy Awards. There are only one true award show, and that's the Throbbies. You don't have to watch anything else for the rest of the year, people. Join us next year, which is next week, whatever the next Friday is. See what we're doing. And we got Throbtober coming up. We have that to look forward to, which we will do a version of Throbtober this year for sure. We've been working on it really hard. And we hope that year three of Throbbing with Horror has left your brain throbbing with horror.